Hey there, I'm Tiffany Youngren, owner of OMH Agency. Welcome to Breakaway Agent. In a world full of real estate pros struggling to get ahead, there are a few who emerge and become wildly successful. If you are or are working to become one of those Breakaway Agents, this show is for you. Thank you so much for listening. Even if you just get one thing out of this episode that helps your business grow, that is a huge win. So hopefully you'll get a few nuggets to help you move forward. Today, I'm really excited um, to welcome Michael Anderson, independent real estate professional with National Parks Realty. Hello. Hey, Mike. Um, well, Mike started in the real estate business in 2005 and thoroughly enjoys his career and the realtors he works with. He was awarded top listing agent, top new salesperson, and rookie of the year his first year. And his second year was even more successful. Mike lives in Whitefish, Montana, where he grew up, and over all these years, he only left for a brief time to attend Oregon Institute of Technology. He is drawn to the beautiful valley to be near his family and never wants to leave for any real length of time again. And I don't blame you, because this is amazing. I love this part of Montana. Um, he, uh, he enjoys fly fishing, hiking, skiing, and mountain bike riding. He especially enjoys seeing and meeting all the locals that come into the office. Mike, thank you so much for being here. I know you're super busy and, you know, we're answering calls and texts as yep. we were saying hi. So thank you and welcome. Well, thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know I just kind of rattled off a whole bunch of information about you, but um, how about if you just tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, well, again, I uh, grew up in Whitefish. <clears throat> Left a couple times for school, college, uh, back and forth to between Spokane, Washington and Oregon, I Falls, Oregon. And, uh, into a profession there that uh, just wasn't going to work, so I decided to move home. Um, managed a bar for about 16 years in downtown Whitefish. Know everybody, got to know everybody. So we're coming here to move here and visit. The uh, reason I got into real estate is basically everybody kept coming to the bar and asking who's a good real estate agent. <laughs> and at that point, I talked to one of the owners, which is a good buddy of mine. I said, you know, I'm going to get my license and work it. He says, well, why don't you work it through the bar? And that lasted for about three months. Oh my I got too busy and I said, Doug, I got I to gotta figure out, I guess I'm going into real estate. He says, good luck and we'll support you. That is remarkable. So went that direction and haven't stopped i mean again being from here the locals were pretty receptive to say hey come out and take a look at my property what's it worth that kind of stuff which was great because they're going to add the in at that point to work it uh, i think everybody knew how driven i am as a personality person um, i go 100 miles in every direction <laughs> and we'll <clears throat> go that way so got into it that first year was crazy uh, got busy fast and liked it and said i'm going to keep doing this and get busier and busier now where i sit um it's it's crazy it's good though this town is obviously a tourist town so you meet every type of person mm -hmm. that comes through here um anybody from just someone that loves the area to a lot of wealth coming here just one of these type of towns that mm -hmm. lands to purchase and own here is a pretty big deal mm -hmm. um, great asset to have uh, Whitefish is really a jewel. Like I just feel like it's you know one of those places where it's you know remote enough still, but just absolutely beautiful. Great food. I mean, it feels like you just you guys have just the best of everything. You got it. All. It's really the dream. I feel like you know when I make it someday, Whitefish. That's what. <laughs> it's know? funny because it is. It's not just a you know everybody classifies Whitefish as a ski town back mm -hmm. in the day. Now it's just a recreation capital. Mm -hmm. You got Glacier Park at your back door. That's just one area. I mean. Jewel Basin, Bob Marshall, Cabinet Mountains, everywhere around you, but you've got every type of recreation, whitewater, fly fishing, 
kayaking, you name it, it's there. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a big melting hole for a lot of recreation gurus that come here and enjoy life. That's awesome. Well, everybody's it, happy to live here, which is a good thing. That is good. That is good, especially being a, a kind of a resort town to have yep. the locals still pretty happy and yeah, you know, it's it, changed so. a little bit. You know, there's the growth pattern that's been going on, but the core of whitefish itself will never change. We're a small ski town community and we want to stay that way, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's fun. I've met a lot of neat people coming in and way. You know, one thing about white, whitefish, I will say it's not for everybody. Okay. We do in the winter times, it gets cloudy and it snows and snows and snows and you mm-hmm. don't see sun for a while. It's still hardy Montana. Like you 100%. still have to know how to survive. 100%. You know? It's true for season though. Yeah. When you get bored, just wait. Just something different's gonna come come in a month. Very true. Well, um, so in real estate, do you have a niche or niche client or property type that you typically work with? You know, I don't. I, I do it all. Um, anywhere from ranches to you know, your land, commercial, uh, residential. I like it all. I definitely like the listing side quite a bit, just due to the fact that I love walking properties, I like understanding properties and seeing different things. Um, but I go with everything. Mm. Uh, definitely commercial. I love. Uh, you learn something new every day in that game, that game for sure. But uh, definitely no no focus on one or the other. Okay. Okay. Well, um, and then do you have a team that you work with? I do not have a team. <clears throat> um, that's a good question. Uh, I've started going down that road. Uh, I work differently than a lot of people, and that one thing I will say, I'm very get it done type of personality. I don't like things sitting and lingering because then it buries you. And that's where I was having some issues with the team group of, you know, delegation of someone being in my folders, being in my files. It was very hard for me. So no, and I won't go with the team. Um, I like where I sit as an independent. I do have a couple gals and assistants that help with uh, different things, paperwork, especially. So that seems to work out very well for me. Um, you know, there's people that have teams here. They do very well. And I just, it's not for me. Okay. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Well, um, let's see. And so kind of looking back at how you started, which I love that story of starting out of the bar. I think that takes, that's my favorite one so far, <laughs> but, um, what, what's something that you would tell your rookie self today? Um, boy, uh, communication. Number one thing is uh, people call, people leave voice messages, people email, respond to them right away. Don't wait. And I know we all get busy, but you know, there's 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. You can still reply to them at 10 o'clock, not a phone call, but an email or a text and say, I will get back to you. Cause I will tell you right now, if you don't, you'll lose them. Mm-hmm. Um, they will move on. Someone will pick up that phone. Yeah. And that is probably the biggest piece of the puzzle that you got to understand. Get back to those people. Mm. Yeah, that is good advice. Well, if you, um, now have you ever mentored other agents or anything or has that been part of your story? I've got a few that have definitely don't work in this company, but of grew up here or whatever and called and asked me, what would I, how would I be successful? Mm -hmm. So yes, I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, mentoring just probably a few mm-hmm. again I'm pretty busy uh, mm-hmm. so it'd be a timing issue more than anything but people come to me and ask questions the thing I like about real estate is uh, especially our office we're a big team we don't everybody works together here there's a lot of questions you know I do quite a few contracts a year 70 to 80 different mm-hmm. transactions a year that close so 
you're in it all the time. So there's always right. something new that comes up and someone will ask, Hey, how did this happen? So I love helping that part mm-hmm. because you do definitely, it's not easy. Right. There's every deal is a different deal. So we do bounce stuff off each other um, just to make sure that that agent that's working with that buyer, there's something comes up that it gets answered properly mm-hmm. correctly. And we put our heads together and say, Hey, this is the best way to go about it. Well, you know, um, just to give everybody kind of a sense, like when we walked in here, it's really grand. Like we walk in and it feels like, oh, you know, and it's very true to where it is. You know, it definitely feels like you're in Whitefish, you know. Um, so, and there are a lot of offices. So what's the dynamic of this office? Like I, there must be a lot of agents who work here. And- there is. Um, our company started up very small, <clears throat> just a few of us. Um, and then we decided we ended up, Merging another company that was shutting down, we brought on some brokers at that point and decided we're going to get big because we were a small town or group of local agents, I guess you'd say. Um, we've got, I believe, 22 in this office. We've got an office in Big Work, one in Calspell, one in Eureka now. And everybody's an independent broker or an agent here. Uh, we do have a managing broker. And we've got a, a tech team that we work with, all of the above, all in-house. Um, mm-hmm. But everybody comes and goes. There's a few that definitely, you know, who's working hard and wants it or not. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, I mean, do you have meetings or anything? Or are y'all just kind of bouncing around? No, no, no. We, uh, we definitely have office meetings. Um, not a ton of them, but we probably for a year where mm-hmm. we regroup, talk about different things. Now, we do do a weekly meeting where we just push stuff off saying, hey, we got new listings up, talk about the properties and stuff like that. That's sort of a big deal. Then we also have a uh, MLS meeting where mm-hmm. all the agencies come here every Tuesday into this office downstairs and we talk about new properties and caravans and stuff like that. To get it in front of uh, the agents, I think that's a pretty crucial thing, especially in listings. If you got something special, photos are good, but they're not the true story of the house. As we know, some could be really good, some could be bad. Right. So getting agents in these properties is a big deal around here. Mm-hmm. Especially because, especially around here, where once you arrive, it's so you can't even really take pictures. To you can't. It's so hard. I mean, I, you can go in. A photo will show you a house that's beautiful, unbelievable mm-hmm. inside it, and you go out there and you go, "Wow, well, the drive-in wasn't all that impressive." <laughs> or it's usually the opposite. It's wow, this is a lot better than I ever thought it would ever be from, from what the photos. Yeah. Were well, it's taken. remarkable how because we live in a place like that where it's like the views are just breathtaking and I've never been able to take a picture that really people are still shocked when yep. they come out and I, and I can only imagine that it's, it's even more so here where it's like oh this is what that you know so getting those caravans out probably is really important I hear it over and over uh, from clients the photos don't give this property justice yeah and yeah we and these are professional photographers but yeah it's just so hard to capture that view or that angle or whatever that you're getting from that being on the property on site yeah so just a note out there any you know people who love to photograph nature and things you know mm-hmm. this is like you know come volunteer for some of the agents around here <laughs> get some real good experience oh do you really photographers from out of state that are Can I looking at properties oh my god I, I would love to uh, move here and be a photographer yeah <laughs> do, it. do it yeah exactly live the dream so um so i'm always curious you know we talked a little bit before we actually started um, about new agents and, and this has honestly been the struggle since day one, where when you're taking your classes to get your license, that really doesn't teach you how to be a real estate agent. It teaches you, you know, the laws and like memorize, and then kind of, you might forget most of that (laughs) unless you're in it 
um, practice, you know, it's kind of like a language. So if you, you know, don't use it, you lose it. But, Absolutely. but we were talking a little bit too about just knowing kind of what to do. If you were able to take a group of new agents and just make them do three things and you feel like it would just change the course of their career, what would those three things be? Boy, um, <laughs> That's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably phone calls. Like well, I mean, phone calls going to be the number one thing. Is again, we're engaging with people that we don't know, and communication is huge. That's probably the number one thing that people want response, usually right away. Uh, this is a tourist town, so it could be different than other towns. People are here for five days to be on vacation, and all of a sudden they fall in love with it. And all one day they change their plans and say, "We want to go look at real estate to see if this would be a place to live." Mm-hmm. So they're they're fast. They mm-hmm. want to see it. They want to understand it right now. So the communication to me is probably the number one thing. To me is, yeah, we can get busier and heck, but reply to them one way or another. Say, "We'll get back to you in twenty minutes or however long it is." Uh, understand real estate more than anything. Understand your property that you're listing, because that's probably the most frustrating thing in the world is when you go to show a home and the agent's like, well, I don't know. I'll get, I'll get, have to get back to you. Mm. To me, I think that's what we take the listings. People are trusting us to sell a property. Understand what you're selling. Yeah. Big deal <clears throat> to me. Uh, beyond that is, uh, you know, communicating with the other agents during the contract and stuff like that. So a lot of stuff happens fast and furious, but one thing I will say paperwork is probably the biggest pet peeve of mine is don't wait to the last minute to get it done. Get it done up front. Mm. There's a lot of disclosures, different things. That you Prayer, well logs, septic logs, different things that we deal with. I hate waiting two weeks and getting that stuff. I like it up front. Mm-hmm. So these people have it, engaging with it, looking it over so they understand it. Because you got a contract for 45 days. Most ha- things happen that last week before closing. Right. And that's not good. because Well, there's plenty of other out. things that they're going to have to wrestle with that you don't want to be like putting paperwork off. Well, yeah. I mean, they're again very crucial about lending side of it, the title side of it. Let's get this going. Let's mm-hmm. get everything up front because not every person can close that property. They got that dream. They want to buy that, but you know, you know, I always ask her, are you qualified to purchase or have you talked to a lender mm-hmm. if we're getting a loan? And I'd say over 90% of them have. They mm-hmm. understand what they're coming into. There's that 10% that don't know. We haven't even. We don't even know what we're but we really like that photo of that house. <clears throat> well, we should probably go down that road before we go into that house just to make sure that you can make it happen and that your debt to ratio works for you to qualify to for that type of loan. Yeah. But really this town here is every agent's hoping that they get the call for a home that's three hundred fifty to four hundred fifty <laughs> in town away fish because they know that they're gonna have five offers the next day. Right, right. Oh man. So um now you gave me some information up ahead of time before we did this. Um, is it fair to say that you're interested in your own business in moderate growth or just kind of you're, it seemed like you're pretty happy with the level that I'm you're at. I'm very happy or... where, where I'm at. I mean, can I take on more? Yeah. Is there a point where you say no? Yes. Quite, a, mm-hmm. quite often. <clears throat> um, I've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. always do have a lot going on, but I also know where my, th- threshold is mm-hmm. i know okay boy i can't take on anymore right now so i work that out with other agents in our company as a referral basis and you know a lot of people will call you because of your name or your reputation in real estate i'll go out and meet with them or i'll call them and say hey I'm gonna, i've got another agent here i'm going to help her help him with this let's see but i can't take it on so you got to be honest you got to be straight up don't take on over what you can't handle because right. it's going to 
it's going to bury you. And then you're going to get that call. Hey, you haven't communicated with me in two weeks. What's going on? So very strong about the fact that you take on, and especially in the listing side, again, that they're getting the communications that they deserve, the marketing that they deserve, and don't just take on a listing for another mm -hmm. listing. Make sure you, you know what you're doing with it. Again, our company is very good about that. So we will work on the 25% referral mm -hmm. here where I gave you this client. You're going to work them. But I'm still helping mm -hmm. on that side uh, to answer the questions if need being. Um, being in a real estate company like this as a team is awesome. Mm -hmm. Not being competing against someone in your own office, that is not our philosophy at all. It's we are a team. Mm -hmm. Get it to the end. Let's work together. Really and collaborative. 100%. Yeah. Well, so what does a typical day look like for you? <laughs> Uh, right now and probably the last six to eight years starts at seven and ends at about 10 o'clock at night. Okay. And it's, that's a hard part because obviously I got kids and a family and it's, uh, it's frustrating some days where, you know, it's 24, seven, seven days a week. Um, I'm just learning how to take some time off and that's mm -hmm. probably pretty hard because I am definitely work orientated. Mm -hmm. Let's go, let's go. Um, so are there any tools or rituals that you use that has, that help you one, keep up your, you know, uh, cause there's like a mindset that you need and there's a physical stamina that you need. And then there's also tools usually that you, you know, that are usually necessary to be able to have the work-life balance. Do you have anything like that that you implement? I, I don't, um, you know, I definitely plan way in advance for time off and things like that and set it up make the calls to all my people that I'm working with and all that saying, yeah, we'll be out of town during this time. I only take really two vacations a year. And then I am gone traveling quite a bit with my son because I work on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, first when he's skiing, uh, racing, mm -hmm. but. Yeah, you can give him a shout out. Like that's pretty cool what he's doing. Is it? Well, it's. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got cool things going on. He's an amazing skier. It I've sounds got a, like. Superstar. <laughs> We'll find out soon where he's going to be in that career, but we know he's definitely going the distance. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good. Well, it's probably nice to at least have that on your radar that it's, you know, that's, you know, spending more time with family and things like that. Yeah. So that's good. Um, and then uh, again, beforehand, I asked you about something that you're really passionate about. And it's the phone calls getting back right away. Is there anything else you want to add to that? I feel like. No, I mean, uh, if you're going to be successful, communication, mm -hmm. be, in, be alert of what's going on, uh, listen to your voicemails and get back to people mm -hmm. as fast as you can. And I will always say, don't wait till the next day. Yeah. Do it when, if you got the time and you're thinking that you can do it then. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah, exactly. Now is always the right time, right? Yeah. How is now the best time? Um, is there anything that you feel like I didn't ask that maybe I should have that would provide value to people? I think, no, I think you're covering everything. Um, I'll emphasize again on communication all day long. That's, okay. That's the number one piece of the puzzle in real estate. Yeah. You will lose a, a buyer very quickly if you don't call so them. So do you, do you see that happen a lot with agents? Because I feel like, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, it's super important, but it must not be happening for it to be so like, wow, everybody's you know, starting <clears throat> calling people back. The day and age that we're in right now, everybody's looking online to look at properties. So they're calling that listing agent. Mm -hmm. They're not bugging to get an agent to say, hey, you know, they still see a little of that, but um, <laughs> I just, uh, I, I know I get a lot of phone calls from people in the summertime, especially when it's really crazy. Yeah, I've called two agents. Uh, they haven't gotten back to me in the last couple hours. I'm just calling around. You picked up your phone, would you mind 
Jonah mm. something. So that's a really good example. There you go. Yeah. They're right there. They're bouncing. They're looking because they're happening. Johnny on the spot. Mm -hmm. This is a lot different type of a town, though. Again, people come here for the first time and instantly fall in love with it because they went to Glacier Park. And then mm -hmm. they come to Whitefish and they go, oh, my gosh, check this the scene out where we're so they want to know what's available and what price points are sitting there can we afford to move in a place like this or get a secondary home right so uh they will call and they'll keep calling they'll go just get online and start picking up yeah 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 that's true okay so last question i'm a huge foodie and so i um i've had this podcast and another and every podcast episode i always ask this question what uh what is your favorite dish and where <laughs> you're in a town that's got some phenomenal restaurants oh, I know. <laughs> uh, there's any type of food that you would ever want here um, the only restaurant that I can say we don't have that I'm the biggest fan I like schnitzels I like German food we don't have a German restaurant <laughs> oh man but um, I got family can take care okay. of that but boy um, we don't go to the same restaurant uh, we just bounce around and it'll take you all summer to, to hit them all so like if, if you like if we left here and you're like this is where i need to go eat now like where what do you what do you feel like would be your favorite dish um, at this moment you know i'd say most people that ask me where are the best restaurants to go i'll name off the, the list of 10 top 10 that i like uh, and i'll ask what what type of food you look for mm -hmm. like but whitefish lake um, this is you like where would you go to lunch today if I went to Even lunch, if it was at home for schnitzel, homemade, like it could be anything. Oh, I got mashed potatoes as an answer that her husband makes. Like that was one of the answers I got to. Literally, this is you. Like, what is your favorite dish? And because this is our moment that we get to see yeah. the inside of Mike Anderson. If I was to say I wanted to pick a spot right now to go to lunch for today, I'd say the Buffalo Cafe. Okay. Uh, thinking about dinner, I'd probably say uh, I'm feeling Italian right now, so Mambo Italiano. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, if I had to pick any day of the week and want to set it up, be the Whitefish Lake Golf Course. Okay, okay. So, of those three things, what one thing would you look forward to most ordering? <laughs> um, a euro. A euro. Yeah, okay. Sounds good right now. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> so, well, awesome, Mike. Thank you again so much for being here and taking yeah. time for us and inviting us into your beautiful office. Um, you gave, I feel like you just really gave some good insight. Um, a lot of, a lot of times I'm talking with people who are like growing their teams and everything's, so it's really nice to get a different perspective where it's like, you know, this is, you know, it's dynamic, but it's just, um, it's a different approach. So I really appreciate um, your feedback on that. One last thing I'll state <clears throat> is a lot of realtors, being part-time is okay, but, understand part-time just till you get your feet wet dive in at 100 mm percent -hmm. because it is very frustrating for all other agents that you're waiting all day long for that person to get back because they have another job and we all get that but if you want to be a good realtor you're gonna to have to be in 100 percent. okay very good very good i think could not agree with you more so well and thanks again to everyone who's listening and remember the best is yet to come Breakaway Agent is produced by OMH Agency and hosted by Tiffany Youngren. A special thanks to production assistance by Taylor Hill, Dwayne Youngren, and Miranda Youngren. The song Beside Me is by Youngren Music, and a special thanks to our audio production advisor and engineer, Alex Youngren.